0: come in. and who is this king the king of glory the lord of hosts is his name you are you are and we want to consider you we want to consider you hallelujah you that makes the lilies Lord grow in the beauty of who you are is in them the colors of who you are Lord is in our lives in our hearts the promises of yay and amen you are, you are the glory and the lifter of our head hallelujah come on, let him give you wings tonight, wings hallelujah flatter, flatter,
1: flatter, flatter flatter, flatter flatter come on, there's more to God than what we're singing about here, come on flutter, 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 flutter. Oh, I can feel the flutter of His wings. The flutter of His wings. The flutter of His wings. The The living creatures. In the song that we sing, the flutter, flutter, flutter. Hallelujah.
0: It's better than anything. Hallelujah. We have something to shout about. Come on, we have something to clap about. We have something to praise about. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No man can invent what's inside of you. There's no medicine that can give it to you about it hallelujah it hasn't been written yet but it is written they that know their God hallelujah will sing his praises will see his acts will know his mercy and will move in his grace hallelujah you want to stay young get rid of the old whoa you didn't think I was going to say that did you God's looking for something new. Brand new. It's like milk and honey. Tabernacle worship. You understand what I'm saying? You're looking at a timid person that used to hide behind buildings and people and whatever I could find to hide behind. You know who they were looking for in the Bible? Gideon. He was hiding behind the stuff. And God's going to remove the stuff. And believe me, he's got enough equipment to do it. Come on, you got to get excited about something and it might as well be Jesus. We used to sing this song, I can feel the flutter, flutter, flutter of his wings. The living creatures in the wheel as they sing. We're talking about the movements of God here. Holy, holy, holy. All I could say was holy, holy. Holy let that be your theme song holy, holy holy is our God and who was and is to come holy, holy, holy that's all the angels know how to say is holy they don't know any other language and they're about to come down in great it's like armies they're going to sing with us because they're going to hear, hear what they hear around the throne Are you listening to me? God's about ready to send in armies of angels. Hallelujah. You wanted help? He's going to send it. Holy. Holy. There's a sound that's going to sound holy. It's going to be for the Lord only. Our songs are going to be for Him only. Not even about what He's done for us, but who He is and who he was and he that is to come you understand who he is who he was and who's to come woo come on make some announcements the Lord is holy holy
1: holy 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 holy
0: a lot of time in heaven to do it. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy. Woo! Holy. You can't say holy, say ho. Ho, he that is thirsty. Ho, he that can come. Never mind, he'll get the lee on it. Hallelujah. Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord Holy is the Lord Who was And is to come Holy is the Lord Holy is the Lord Holy is the Lord Who was And is to come That's a new song Holy is Lord holy is the Lord holy is the Lord who was and is to come holy is the Lord holy is the Lord holy is the Lord who was and is to come he's coming soon too honey how many of you feel it in your spirit come on you're looking for him you're preparing for him there's a new look about you come on you got to see this go home and look in the mirror and see if it reflects when you look into it oh there's a look about me the bride come on look at yourself differently he's putting the garments on people garments of praise garments of holiness garments of hunger garments of purity because he's holy hallelujah isn't it that amazing that's all the angels around to saying it's holy they don't say beautiful they say holy that's what happens when you get around something that's holy you can't even say that word any other way holy Tell a whisper holy holy he's holy he's holy the message tonight is desperate for the presence of the yeah. Lord Desperate for the presence of the Lord. Anybody desperate? Yeah. Billy desperate? Yeah. I'm desperate for you Lord. Get a new song. Desperate. You know Esau was desperate to let his honor go when he gave his, his, his meal away. And the Bible says, even though he wept with tears, the Lord never really forgave him for selling his birthright. He was so hungry. I mean, when I read that story, it's almost, can I believe this? The way it's written, the way it's poured out. I mean, would, would God put such a seal on such a word? He came in and he said, I've got to have something to eat. I've got to have something to fill my spirit. See, we're spirit people. We're not flesh and blood. Come on, Egypt left. I left Egypt a long time ago. How many left Egypt? And God is still trying to pull some people out. Just, I've left Egypt. I've left that behind me. There's nothing in this world I have found that will satisfy me. Oh, it may for a moment take care of something, but there's no satisfying portion in it. There's nothing left over. There's no bread. There's no milk. There's no honey. There's no life in it. And it took me years to come into that knowing, that knowledge of knowing this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. (laughs) Hallelujah. All of my wonders are laid up in heaven. Oh, where my heart is always renewed. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Come on, you've got to get it in your spirit. There's no one like Jesus. No one. No one that would die for me. No one that would give their life for me. The Lord just doesn't want us to know him as name. But he wants us to know him as our very own friend. The very best friend. The only friend we really have our Savior, our Lord. But more than that, he wants to be your husband. Your husband. He said, I'm going to lure you, Israel, into the wilderness. You're not going to call me Lord anymore. You're going to call me my husband. I'm their provider. Come on. That's what husband means. Women, when you get married, that's what it means. It means you don't look for a second job or another job. You trust in your husband's paycheck. You trust in your father's paycheck you trust in your Lord's love to give you what you want and not what you really what you need and not what we really want anybody know what I'm talking about he told me that one day he woke me up and he said will you marry me and I'm trying to figure out where is this voice and who is this speaking I told you this story once before two angels are sitting over to the side and one takes his wing and hits the other one and they laugh and one says to the other she doesn't know who's talking to her god wants us to have encounters like that that will change us if you don't have a dream or a vision say lord load me down you put the bible on your head on your stomach or wherever lord give it to me i don't care how you give it to me but i want to know how you talk So that I'll know how to walk. I want to know what your thoughts are. That my mind can be like yours. Amen. It's called falling in love with Jesus. Every day, getting closer and closer. Till nothing outside of him satisfies you. And I like ice cream and it's very good. But Jesus is better than ice cream. Now a little child might not think that, but I know something sweeter than ice cream. They have to put sugar in ice cream and he's already sweet. Come on, I'm talking about falling in love with Jesus. It's the best thing you'll ever do. It's the only thing you'll want to do when you realize who he really is and what he can do in your heart and your life. And you know what it'll make you? Bold as a lion. Two years ago, the Lord said, the lion's about to roar. That was the only word that came from the pastor that morning. And I waited all through his whole sermon for him to say something else about the lion. He never said another word. And what he's saying is that the prophet is getting ready to speak things that you've never heard before. And it's going to change your way and your lifestyle and your direction. Because after the prophet's going to come, the apostle. And the apostle's going to bring order that you have never seen before. We're talking about the apostolic move of God that's about to come upon the earth. God has spoken to me many things recently, but it has come through much suffering. When I'm saying suffering, I mean it has come through suffering that I didn't think I wanted to live. The pain was so bad. But God got my attention. God doesn't want to do that. But God has chosen certain people from mainline Pentecost. I want to say that. All the other churches are called Daughters of Zion because they broke off from Pentecost in the beginning. That's why they call them, he says, he talks about the Daughters of Zion in the Bible, awake, O Daughter of Jerusalem. There's two different groups of people. The daughters are those that broke off because Pentecost was a little straight and a little hard, a little different. I'm not ashamed, Paul said, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of my victories, and my baptisms, and there are many. And each one is death and more death and more death to the flesh. Baptism means death, burial, and resurrection death to that life death to that thing that makes me stink and smell bad smell like the world we don't want to smell like the world it's all going to die and fade away but god's got a song it's a new song we'll talk a little bit about it thank you for your time and your help don't you go anywhere over there on the keyboard please hallelujah hallelujah we're gonna create Some new things, you may be seated in heavenly places. Just give honor to God tonight. He who sits upon the throne to the right hand of the Father. He deserves all glory, honor, praise, riches, grace. Any any way you want to magnify him, start with the alphabet, alpha, omega, beginning and the end. We're talking about our conversation is ordained in heaven. Whatever we say. It's to make us more like Christ. When we speak, we're magnifying him. So what are we doing? We're describing greatness unto him. Of who he is. And what he's like. And what he wants. And then there's a fragrance to him. Anybody ever you can smell him like oranges or apples. Or honey. It's what's in the Bible. It doesn't talk about Liz Claiborne perfumes in the Bible it talks about these sweet fragrances because he's sweet come on say sweet now listen I'm not trying to be cute or funny if you know me I'm the most timid bashful backward awkward terrible person in the natural but I know a terrible God that's more terrible terrible And he's trying to bring himself out of me. And he's trying to get a revelation in every one of you. Listen carefully. That you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. I don't care what he's called you to do. He's called you. That means you can do it. Anybody understand what I'm saying? He said to me recently, I'm 85 years old. This is the color of my hair. And these are all my teeth. I'm believing for him to return some organs in my body that's been taken out. I've been healed of a brain tumor recently. I've been raised from the dead. He said this to me recently. I shared it with Pastor before the service. He said, I found you faithful in some things. So I'm going to give you more. Here's what he said to me. And don't say you can't do it. Because I'm God and I know what I put in you and I know what I'm going to bring out of you. You better say, oh man or ouch. Because God has put angels in charge of your life to make deposits. And you don't know what you're going through when you're going through that fire or that water. They're baptisms. Read the Bible. He said, I have many baptisms I want to baptize you with. Don't ask him which one he's doing. Just let him do it. Because if he told us everything between here and eternity, some of us wouldn't take many steps. Come on. Am I being honest with you? He didn't tell the disciples the suffering in between. He just said, I'm Alpha and Omega. That's where it's at. It's between... Your right and left hand. There you are. You're going to measure yourself. That's how I measure a dress when I go into a shop. If I can open it up this wide in my hips or even, my hands are even with the dress, I'm telling you something, ladies. It means it'll fit me. So you know the measure, not like this. You don't want that much room. I'm telling you, you don't. Let God do the quick work and go cry. Nobody's listening. But let it be some tears. That's the language that God understands. He's doing a holy work, a new work, an eternal work. What he's doing in this earth right now is for eternity. It's not for today or tomorrow. It's for eternity. I don't know about all these messages about we'll give you six steps to how to prosper honey just take one step toward God Uh, he'll take two that's pretty good two for one I'm telling you what I've learned by breakings by mistakes by not knowing but I've learned not to feel I don't care that's a dangerous place to be in. I, one time I told the Lord I was bored. I wished I had never said that. He sent me to Arizona because I was bored. It's true. I said, Lord, I'm a, I'm a little bored. I was trying to be kind, and gentle. I need a change. I should have used another word instead of bored. He said, Phoenix, Arizona. No, he said Phoenix, well, I knew of only one Phoenix. In one minute, the phone rings. Somebody said, how would you like to go to Phoenix? How quick can God work? In one minute, the phone rings down the hall from my room. How would you like to go to Phoenix? Oh, I wasn't thinking that fast, Lord. And the Lord brought me here with no money in my pockets and a question in my heart, but a desire to know Him. And I was already 60 years old. Those people are retiring. God's refiring. And I'm 85 and he said, I'm going to give you more work to do. And suddenly the doors just open. Here, can you come here? Can you go there? And my car was gone. And I wasn't going to pay Uber or Uber or whatever Uber's name is. (laughs) I've had... got more people to take me places do you know how difficult that is if you don't know let me have your car for a week every one of you I loaned my car to a girl for one week because she needed a car that meant I had to change my whole schedule God's looking for people that want to change they want a schedule from heaven they're not in in distressed You'll come to the place where you know you'll need the Lord all day long and all night. You need Him. We used to sing, I need you in the morning. I need you in the night. I need you at noonday. Lord, I need you all right. And we put a little jazz in it. Come on. You got to get a little jazz. Not too much. We're not birthed in a nightclub. We'll burst in the light. Let God come in. Let him come in. I mean, open wide, O oh ye gates. Oh ye gates. That means everybody, open up everything within you. Everything that's been closed, God is testing. I saw one head knocking. What's the rest of the heads? You should. Is he, anybody had any testing? Any, am I the only one in the pastor in this room and his wife? it's been I don't want to use this word it's been horrible I was going to use another word I changed my mind it's been horrible but I didn't get upset with God and I tried to keep a low profile and a quiet temperament it just kept coming wave after wave after wave do you have any wave music over there wave after wave after wave wave music wave I'm going to tell you something new here wave after wave that's what I did to Richard if it was something else said, you have any of that music he'd be half asleep he got his heart beating I said I'm going to pay you now you're going to play my way Come on, the Lord's been paying us because it's going to be His way now. Anybody know the Lord is a good paymaster? He's taking care of things. You thought He was slow or late or He wasn't going to do it. No, He knows the timing on everything. And when you find out that timing, you'll be on the clock of what God's doing. You'll be moving with the timing of heaven. Come on, there's songs that have timing in them. I've told you this before. In every revival, I'll throw this in quickly, there has been songs for the revival. And I wrote them all down before I got here. And I got the page right here. Every revival has had a song of deliverance. In 48, when Israel became a nation, we had a revival until 1953. And the song was, Only Believe, All Things Are Possible, Only Believe. That was old Roberts' song. How many remember that? Oh, we got a few old timers in here. Okay. This is 48 to 53. Then it went on up to 60 through the 80s. It was the Hosanna music. Come on, I'm going to show you something. Listen to what I'm saying to you. It was very popular, but it was very anointed. They were just phrases, choruses, not lengthy songs. Now, we're not doing away with the songs that are foundational songs. You don't want to do away with the old rugged cross or how great thou art those are icon songs those are the murals in the music world of what God is doing hallelujah so they did the hosanna music from the 60's to the 80's and then in the late 80's to the 90's it came out of Australia shout to the Lord I happened to hear Darlene check on a tape I didn't know who she was but I heard it in the spirit I resonated with all these sounds because the Lord told me 50 years ago, 50, you look at me, I'm 85. 50 years ago, He said, Ruth, your heart belongs to Judah. I didn't know what He meant by that. I thought He was talking about a boyfriend. <laughs> I hadn't read all the Bible yet. But if you read in the very beginning in Genesis, He said, Send Judah first. What do you think it would be like if America and all of our military? levels would send out the singers and the dancers to the battlefield before the soldiers went out. I would line up honey come on let them figure this one out what, what is this coming uh, this is the sound of the lion about to roar God is about to change things get a roar in your spirit okay I heard Darlene check on a tape somebody had brought to me this is before CDs He said, listen to this. And it was Rodney Howard Brown. He was in Australia. But I heard another voice in the the singers. And I thought, oh, there's another voice there. There's a sound from that voice. It's not like all these other voices over here. And I knew it was the sound of eternity. And I went to Australia five times after that. But by then, we had already sang shout to the Lord until we almost wore it out. But God gave her 10 songs and every one of them was a hit on one take. Every song. She said he, she had journals all over her house, in the bathroom, in her car, everywhere. She was running, writing the songs. And So after the shout to the Lord, the Lord spoke to me in 2000. I was here in Arizona. He said, a new wave of worship is coming. So I ran down to the Christmas, Christian bookstore and I listened to all the C- CDs were in then, I think. I listened to all of them and I said it's not here I don't hear it I was raised in a ministry where we were taught to hear eternity hear eternity invading your life hear eternity the sounds of heaven coming into your spirit hear it come into the service because that's when miracles will come right behind it and signs and wonders what key are you in? just hit it real hard so I can hear it Eternity in the presence of Jesus Eternity in the face of the Lord in the presence of Jesus Eternity in the face of the Lord Eternity in the presence of Jesus Eternity in the face of the Lord Eternity the presence of Jesus eternity in the face of the Lord you can do something with that I'm giving it to you he, he just wants us to open up I mean the Lord has used the hammer and the chisel on me the hammer is called the word of God The chisel was extra. Have you ever seen a toolbox of a builder, of a carpenter? Has anybody ever seen a toolbox? It's got everything. It's got a level in it, it's got a chisel in it, it's got hammers, it's got saws, it's got levels in it, it's got planes in there. I don't know how to explain all this to you. But it's coming to build. The prophetic word is coming to build. It's going to put the nail in the sure place. And it's going to build. It's going to build where you and I know the ministry of Jesus. Christ formed in you. Paul said, I prayed that Christ shall be formed in you. We're talking about the ministry of how Christ operates. it'll be a new you in fact it'll be so new that your own family don't know if you really live there or not God is coming with his presence to change every one of us so then he comes along and he says to me in 2000 a new wave of my worship is coming in now you can't get into worship without getting the gates of praise open first Don't try it. You'll be all by yourself on the mountain and nobody else with you. You have to open the gates of praise. Then the courts of thanksgiving. I've shared this with you. The Lord said, tell my people to stop begging and thank me. Just thank me. You need his help to even breathe. I need his help to even see, to walk to know we don't, we don't need another teaching in how to get there he's already there he's already there he said somewhere in the shadows you'll find me he's hidden in secret places it's because he wants you to know his heart his love for you God loves us more than I understand it's taken me a long time to learn that I've cried so much in the last six or eight months. I've cried and cried, didn't even know why I was crying sometimes. I would just feel his presence and his his love rolling over me, just billows of it rolling over me. And I weep and weep, and I'm trying to talk to him, and I can't. I've used boxes of tissues, rolls of toilet paper, rolls, tears. They're the language that God understands. Broken, 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 broken. The two on the road to Emmaus. till the Lord broke the bread, they couldn't see. We can't see until we're broken. We don't know the price that he paid for us. I'm going to connect the dots tonight, hopefully. Give you a little revelation and understanding what the Lord has revealed to me about the times. Just keep playing about the times. I hope you don't mind the music, but it's like a river we're in tonight. We're in a river. Come on, it's in the river, honey. I don't want to get off on the river. I've got away from Cherry McCallman here. And we'll get back to it. But we're in the river. It's a river. You gotta live in the river. You gotta move in the river. You gotta swim in the river. Be carried by the river. Everything you want's in the river because it's connected to the throne of God. It's called water. Anybody ever been thirsty? You can't live without water. My sister went to heaven, and when she arrived, I've I told some of you this story. The Lord told her before she could see anything else in heaven, she had to get in the river first. He said, everybody comes to heaven, has got to get in the river first. But you know, I hear a lot of people tell stories about heaven, but they never talk about that river they had to get into. Because there's life in the river. The life is in your baptism. You're baptized into Christ. I had a Jewish man to tell me in Israel. He was a new convert. He said, you know, you really have to be careful how you talk to a Jew. Boy, that was my opportunity. I said, I know, I talk to one every day. (laughs) He didn't have any more answers for me. Because I went in and there was a little, some things that weren't quite flowing right And I thought, shall I leave it alone and not say anything and don't come back? I was invited to this house meeting and I thought, you know, Lord, they're kinda not on track here. Trains move on track. Come on, you got to get this. This this glory is like a train on track, man. When it moves, everything trembles. When a train moves on tracks, everything trembles. Come on, I am giving you a few parallels here. You feel the rumble when God speaks; it's like thunder. Did you know when you hear thunder, the whole earth shakes around you? That's how His voice is. It breaks up the deep. So the Lord said in two thousand, and I didn't hear any music when I went down to the to the Christian bookstore. He said a new wave in my worship is coming and, and most of you need to get a all of you need to get a copy a couple of CDs from Terry McCallman and listen to him. He sings with a passion. There's another lady called Kim Collingsworth. You know that name? Anybody know that name? Get on YouTube and listen to this woman play a piano. You've never heard anybody that knew how to play a piano. And I've heard a lot of good people. She eats it up her hands are going so quick she doesn't miss they're all over the place and the moves and the turns and when she gets through she doesn't see anybody when she comes on the platform she doesn't hardly bow to anybody she answers that piano puts her face up to the Lord puts her hands on the key and the whole time she's kind of singing to the Lord when she gets through she takes no applause she just gives the Lord all the honor because she knows that talent and that gift comes from God God wants that same cry in us to say holy 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 you've done it all so I'm going up to my granddaughter calls me and says can you come to Colorado Springs to pick me up I said honey that's 750 miles oh nanny that's not far to drive you know young people think differently and I'm trying to figure out now how am I gonna do this thing so I just run to the church And before I knew it, my mouth was open when I went in the door. I didn't mean to say what I said. It was all prophetic. And I said, anybody here want to go to Colorado Springs, Colorado? And Two hands went up. I thought, oh, God, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? And when they said, we do, a man flipped a tape to me like that. He just flipped it. So it was on a tape. It wasn't CDs, but he came out on CDs right after that. They said, listen to this. Well, I happen to have a tape recorder in my car. So the two said they wanted to go to Colorado. And another lady said, I'll pay the way if you'll let me go. She said, I'll pay all expenses. I'm telling you, God is working by revelation in everything that he's moving you in, that you won't make mistakes and not have direction. We put the tape in the car. And the pastor that was driving my car said, you know, this man is up here where we're going. That's singing on this tape and he has prayer open worship every wednesday and we're arriving on wednesday morning god has perfect timing never think that god doesn't know what he's doing he never ever makes a mistake and never will okay we get there and we missed him and so i got invited to go somewhere in tennessee And Terry McCallmon was one of the key speakers. So I ran up and told my story where the Lord said that out of his music was was going to come the new wave of worship. So he spent some time with me. I mean, I've had wonderful audiences with people just by mistake. Don't go searching. The search warrant is already out. God will lead you to the right people, the right place. You won't miss it. Be led by the Spirit. And I told him my story. He's a very quiet person, very very gentle person. His mannerisms and everything about him at that time spoke of God. And they gave me a CD. I don't know what they did with this story, but I told them what the Lord said. That he was going to be first in the new wave of worship, worship. And later Benny Hinn used him for quite a while in his crusades. You can go online and listen to him I mean there'll be an impartation that will go into your spirit now I'm bringing you up to date we're in 2023 and now it's going to be a lot of the new song just learn to do it yes you'll sound like roosters crowing trying to find that place in the glory realm it's the realm where angels sing it's the realm of the heavenly king. It's the realm where nations are healed. It's the realm where the face of God is revealed. The glory realm. The Lord wants us to live in a place of being tempered. Temperance comes by fire. If you look at love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, patience. I need to look them up. It's nine of them, but they come in sets of threes. It starts out love. Without love, you can't do anything, but joy comes right behind it. I just heard those words, oh, how lovely is his name. Oh, how lovely is his name. When I woke up yesterday morning, the Lord said these words to me. The hedge is down in the church. The scripture is found in Ezekiel. I hope it's in Ezekiel. where he was looking for a man to make up the hedge. The Bible tells us that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout all the earth, all the earth. It's not by might nor power that we had COVID over all the earth. I think it's the best thing that ever happened. You know why? Because God is not just saving souls in the United States. He's saving them all over the world. And it arrested everybody to stop and breathe and get turned around for the new thing that God is about to do in the body of Christ. It took me a long time. I was looking into this, and I thought, Lord, all over the world, all over the world, How could that be possible? How could all the countries be caught at one time? God could have told everybody about COVID coming, but he didn't. But we knew something was coming. I told the people in my prayer meeting, I said, and I heard them say, give me some slack. Give me some slack. I said, I'm not going to do it till you get what I'm saying to you. I said, we're about to have a change in the world that we're not ready for. And I don't know how to explain it to you, and I don't even know what I'm saying to you, but my spirit is prompting me to tell you, we're getting ready to move into a new change. Are we ready? I I talked to the people from, I think, from 12 to 16. I said, in 2016, I said, we might have, listen to me, I said, we might have eight years for a move of God to work in our lives. If you get on the the YouTube or the news and listen, you can't believe a third of what you're hearing. But you might have maybe 2% of what you know. The Lord spoke to me in a dream. I'm going to try to get it all together here. In a dream yesterday morning, I had to have some medicine. I don't really like to talk about taking medicine because I never took medicine until I moved to Arizona. I'm sorry to tell you that. I always had prayer and was healed from a child all of my life. My father prayed for us and we were healed. We never saw a doctor or a dentist. We were healed. So they sent me the wrong medicine and the doctor called me up early in that morning and, or called me late that night rather before I had to dream Earlier in the night, the doctor called and said, don't take any more of the medicine I'm giving you. It's the wrong medicine. I'm sending you some new medicine. Well, I knew something was wrong because my head was hurting. I didn't feel any better. In fact, I thought, am I going to be able to preach Wednesday? Because I hardly, I was in vertigo. I hardly knew anything. So I called someone and I said, can you get the medicine for me? Then I went back to sleep. They went to pick it up. And I had a dream about the person that was going to the drugstore for me. And another person and myself so it was three of us and you usually see things in threes and we were going somewhere but we didn't have much time and so I said to my dear friend I've known her for years her name is Ramona she's been a friend of mine here for the 23 years I've been here I uh, she left and so I said to the other friend where did Ramona go she said Oh, she she tore her shoe and she's got to go have her shoe sewed up I said go get her and tell her she doesn't have time just to sew her shoe up I said she only has a little time to do what is necessary so she's gonna to have to squeeze fixing the shoe in with her schedule I said tell her she doesn't have time to go to the left or to the right because time is very very short it was just a short dream but I gave the message twice time is short time is short and that's what the lord has been saying to me time is short don't put other things on your schedule that is not necessary because he says in Matthew when this trouble comes or when the times come remember on the house stop you can't go back you can't go down and you can't go back because there's no time for it the road is already paved if you get delayed I said to someone just recently I said when God puts it in your spirit do it right then if he puts it in your spirit to call somebody you don't remember write it down I got up this morning my whole day was going to be in prayer now I've been praying I prayed a lot of hours before I got here I spent a lot of time weeping before the Lord it's the spirit I don't know for what I mean I don't know all the answers okay But I spent a lot of time. Today, I was going to pray all day long. Then the thought came to me when I got up. Oh, it's not going to be like I think. It's not going to be like I think. I'm going to be squeezed to the last moment. And it's exactly the way it happened. Somebody comes to get me and my hair is still up in curlers. I comb my own hair and I'm trying to eat because I have to have a little to eat and I told her I said be here at 5 we're not going to be late for this service I got here early for a change but it took every moment from 7.30 this morning to fill in the pages of my life every I'm telling you every moment I'm running through the house praying in tongues I'm taking a shower praying in tongues singing in the spirit you build yourself up in your most holy faith when you pray in tongues. Build yourself up with the Lord. Get your tongue going. Hallelujah. You got some tongue talking music over there. Music has got a sound. Oh, Holy God, Holy Lord, Holy Ghost. Woo, Holy Ghost. I'm seeing roses roses opening up, I'm seeing the fragrance of the Lord open up as you're speaking in tongues. Beautiful roses of
1: all colors.
0: Hallelujah You can't ex- you can't explain this thing. I thought, every moment, everybody, listen, I got four calls at one time, running into each other, texts. I thought, why are you calling me today? i will to put an answering service on my phone. On Wednesday or Friday, I received no calls because I'm called somewhere else. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not being ugly. I'm just telling you, the lion's about to roar. Your voice has got to get strong. Your spirit, you got to throw the heaviness away. Let the joy of the Lord come in. The joy of the Lord come in. I want to read something to you from Joel. And this is very important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God kept saying to me, sackcloth. Sackcloth. Just one word. Sackcloth. Do you know what sackcloth looks like? Looks like a feed sack. They used to get bird seed in and You know, seed for the ground. It's rough looking. It's not pretty. There's a scripture in Isaiah 4 that says it'll be sackcloth without a belt. I had to look up the part about the belt. Sackcloth. You know what it means? It means a a humble place. A humble place. A a place of low esteem. And don't, listen, don't ever feel like you want to be recognized or I'm here or I can do something. We can do nothing without God. Nothing without the Spirit. The Lord let me know that real well in Australia when I broke my arm. I'm there for a three-week revival and I didn't fly home after I broke my arm. I preached every day with a broken arm and a sling. It says, lament like a virgin girded with sackcloth for the husband of her youth. I'm not the only one saying this. You got to have the husband in the house. Not just as a guest, but as a permanent fixture. The Lord is in this place. Let his name be glorified. Let his name be glorified someone said they had a name for holiness you know what it's called Jesus the church has lost its way someone said in more than that America lost its way I hope we don't have to stand before the Lord and be accountable a lot that's happened in the world in the past four or five years we didn't pray enough god told israel because i read it today and i thought oh my i didn't know he was that upset with israel he said because you've done this and you've done that he said i'm going to bring my fire on you and i'm going to melt you like silver that's what he said does god talk like that well it's in this word So if if you're in the melting pot, you're going to turn out to be silver. You got hope. God told me the gold is coming. Spoke to me seven times. The gold is coming. The gold is coming. The gold is coming. I'm suffering with pain so bad I can hardly breathe when he said it to me. The gold is coming. I didn't run to the hospital. Why is it in your suffering? Because you understand a whole lot better when you hear the voice of the Lord. How many know what I'm talking about? And most of the time, most of the church only hears them when they're suffering because he gets our attention. It says, The meat offering and the drink offering is cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests, the Lord's ministers, mourn. The field is wasted. The land mourneth. For the corn is wasted. The new wine is dried up. The oil languisheth. Be ashamed, O ye husband, howl. Do we hear any howling in the church? I got a dog next door that howls. Which they say when a dog howls, it precedes death. That's why you hear dogs howl. I used to hear them a lot when I was young, but you don't hear it much anymore. Someone in the neighborhood's going to die. Someone close by is going to die. Now, I don't know if that was an old wives tale or not, but it always happened. Because dogs can, they can discern much. Listen, I can go out my door so quietly and and the dog's on the other side of the wall next to me and he starts barking and I didn't make a sound. I thought, well, maybe it's the fragrance I have on. Come on, you got the fragrance that's going to make people howl. Yes. I had a lady one time We searched her out up on the hillside of West Virginia. She was so far back up in the mountains. We had to climb it and it was hard on our legs climbing. It was four of us sisters. She was my mother's prayer partner. And she's like this. She saw us coming. She didn't have much company. Who are you? We're Ella's daughters. I told some of you this before. Who? Ella's. Ella was my mother. She was her best prayer partner, friend. She bowed herself. Three times she said, surely the Lord is in this place. Up and down. It took something for us to climb that mountain to find that woman. We went out of our way to go see her and to honor my mother. That's why we were there. But she bowed all the way to the ground we weren't anything but she realized that the Lord had come to visit her that day you understand what I'm saying she kept bowing I almost wanted to cry my mother had been dead for years when we arrived at her house they were so far back in the boondocks and God is raising up a people I wrote something down I wrote a lot down I had it all over envelopes, all over paper for the last three weeks, of what God is saying. The refiner's fire is pruning. It is removing all of those things that is holding us back, we're moving toward the Lord. Unhealthy things. Those things that they're just a small dot on the map. But it's a mindset many times. It's a determination within us. And God wants to remove us so we'll have a freedom to serve Him. I come from Church for the Nations. It's about 1,200 people there. And they're not used to me. I can tell you that. And I'm not leaving until God tells me to leave. And and, I don't want to say it's not easy because you come into the ease of the glory and these things don't bother you. It's the ease of the glory. And pastor is closing his meeting. But he speaks prophetically and so I try to catch every word. When people are prophetic, you don't know where they have the word for your life. So be a good listener. And he's closing the service and three, four horses pulled up right beside me. And they were, they had reins on them. They were all together. I thought, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I don't want to interrupt him. But he's closing it down and God wants to move. What are you going to do? You know, you're not going to answer to the preacher. You're going to answer to God. Oh, I want to run right now so bad. Somebody ought to get up and run for me. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Listen, running feet. God is looking for a people. He's looking for a people that their feet are getting ready. Getting ready. Getting ready to move. Getting ready to move. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. I, listen, I told a man the other night, I'll pray for you to dance for me. Will you? I'll pay you. Will you go out there and dance? I was going to give him $50. I'm telling you. you Listen, nothing is precious to you if you want to see the presence of the Lord move. And when I saw those horses, they were doing this. God wants to move. And when we were worshiping here tonight, I saw brown horses everywhere, brown stallions. I saw them over to the right of me. I thought, oh no. Oh yes, God's gonna move. But I saw them gathering and they were by themselves. You know what I'm saying? They were by themselves. They weren't they weren't harnessed to anything. The yoke is the Lord upon you. And they were right over to the right of me and they were all brown. Chestnut horses. And when I saw those horses pull up beside me, a yell came out of me, and I thought, oh, probably the last time I'll ever yell in this church and I went running across where Sister Mary was now you got it some of you you've been to our church so you imagine a little bit and I ran over there oh and I ran all the way back oh man the cry of the Lord was inside of me he said I'm going to come like a howling wind and I then I went back and I kept my eyes closed I mean you come on close your eyes you don't see anything Don't worry about being embarrassed. Just close your eyes. And after church, pastor's out prophesying over with his wife, over the people. And I thought, well, what should I do? Lord, what should I do? So I, I go up to both of them and I said, Pastor Maiden, I did something that doesn't normally happen in your church, but I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I told him what I saw. And Pastor Mary said, Sister Carnie, you run anytime you want to run. Boy, that was a breakthrough right there. God wants to break the strongholds off of us. Strongholds. I heard somebody preaching on this. And I realized all of my life, I, wanted, I needed blessings, but God didn't give them to me until he took the strongholds off. We cannot handle the new thing God is doing if we're still thinking in the natural and moving in the natural. We got to be a people that we just let God poke all he wants to in our lives. Just poke, 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 poke. Just keep poking. Get the air out. Come on, get all that air. That air that's of the earthly. God wants to remove the earthly but the heavens can come down upon us and we will be people of the glory realm, of the supernatural realm. I'm trying to make this fast. I got pages here and I can't give it all to you. So I'll read from this over here. The field is wasted. Be ashamed, all ye husbandmen. How are you vine dressers for the wheat and for the barley? Because the harvest of the field is perished. Here's why. The vine is dried up. The fig tree languished. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree, and the apple tree. Even all, see, there is, you know, the Methodist, the Baptist, the Presbyterian, the Catholic, the Pentecostal. These are the trees. The trees of the field are withered. Because joy is withered away from the sons of men. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Just walk around and do some ha, 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 ha. Ho, 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 ho. Ha, 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 ha. It would have been enough if he brought joy, but he brought laughter into my soul. It would have been enough if he brought peace. Now, this is not your normal summit. It would have been enough if he brought life, but he put laughter into my soul. It would have been enough if he brought peace. It would have been enough if he brought joy. It would have been enough. If he brought life, but he brought laughter in my soul. Ha
1: Oh oh
0: He put laughter into my soul now that's not in my notes <laughs> a lot of this is not I said Lord open my mouth and let the people receive Amen. I'm getting there oh Lord I'm watching that clock back there the joy has withered remember I said unhealthy things things that just make you sick I don't need this in my life throw it off just throw it off. Tear it off of me. I don't need this. I don't want this. I don't want to be like this anymore. anybody ever said that to God? Be honest. Oh come on, we gotta volunteer up here. I don't wanna be like this. He says, okay, you be my Pillsboy doughboy today and I'm gonna need you and work you and form you. And in the end he just punches him in the belly and he starts laughing. That's not my notes either, but I'm just telling you. Every time I'd see that commercial, I'd laugh all over my house and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Every time I saw the bunny rabbit, you know the battery commercial. When I don't have a television anymore, I took all those things out of my house. All magazines, all those pennies magazines with those girls—they're advertising certain items out of my house. Come on, God doesn't want it in your house. Take every unclean thing out take it out is anybody agreeing with me if you got a coffee habit take the coffee out of the house I'm just telling you there was a word of knowledge for a lady that she's hopping all around the place and she's nervous and the Lord said to the man working the ministry he said she drinks 25 cups a day so she wants she said I just want prayer (laughs) that's what she kept saying to the man he said but wait a minute the Lord said to tell you don't tell me that I just want prayer he said, but you're drinking 25 cups of coffee a day. So it's making you like you are. Anything in your house that that it even takes that part of God out of you, you don't want it. You understand? I'm going to say something and I don't want anybody to get upset with me. You promise you won't. None of you will. Put your hands up. You won't get upset with I went into my prayer meeting recently and I said, Lord, I, I pray this prayer all the time, but in different ways, wherever I'm going. Would you do something different this morning? I'm getting dressed, really. I wasn't there yet. Would you do would you do something? You can always do something different. I don't have to ask you this because everything you do is different. He said, well, don't wear any jewelry today. Okay. You see about how much I wear. Usually wear another ring and put on the necklace and the diamond rings I had I didn't have any earrings or bracelets on went on down got in my car and went on to the service I heard the voice of the Lord tell me don't wear any jewelry today and I go into the service and we're worshiping the Lord, and I had my eyes closed, and all of a sudden I heard a sound I have never heard before. I said, Lord, I've never heard this all my life. And I was going to open my eyes, but I was too scared to open my eyes. I put my head down like this, and I did like this. Like this. And that's when I felt the pearls, and I went, oh my goodness. The Lord told me not to wear any jewelry today. And this lady is coming down the aisle, so soft-spoken in the natural you can't hardly understand her, which talks to you. And there's a sound of thunder coming out of her voice. It scared me. I've been in Pentecost all of my life. I've been in some services that some of you have never experienced. I can tell you that. People would think we were off the wall. But the power of God was loose. The spirit was moving. And I, I will tell you, don't touch it. I'll throw this in. I touched a girl that was on the floor. And I said, we got to go home. She was my musician. She'd been there an hour. She told me it was the first time she'd been slain in years. But she got up. We get in our car and we go down the road. And I don't know where the boulder came from. But it was under my car and pulled the whole axle out of my car and God let me know that was the cost for pulling that woman out of the spirit so if the spirit is moving like a tornado let it move because it's going to turn some things around everybody's quiet I'm just telling you the story my whole axle it cost me $250 to fix it and God let me know what I had done I had touched the anointing while she was there I just said to her, we need to go home. Maybe it was my tone of voice. Maybe I shouldn't upset it. I don't know. I got off track here. But God is one. This woman is coming down the aisle. And I finally looked up. She's got a, a clasp in her hair with little sequins in it. And she took it out. She's taken all the rings off of her fingers. Are you listening? Don't get upset with me. The bracelets come off, then she takes her shoes off. By that time, she's up in the front. It's all, she's down on the floor with no shoes, the bracelets, the piece out of her hair, all her rings. I think she had on about five rings. The earrings came out of the ears. That's when I remembered the Lord said, don't wear any jewelry today. I have kicked myself around the block How did I not obey the voice of the Lord? What would he have done that morning if I had listened to his voice? I've almost been afraid to ask him that question again. Would he do something different? I've been so sorry that I did that. I thought, how did I put that necklace on when I heard you tell me, don't wear? It was just jewelry, honey. It wasn't a big thing. It was just jewelry. Do you know why the Lord said that to me? Because when God is going to be glorified, there'll be no flesh showing. That's what he's saying. He's wanting all the things that makes our flesh feel good and look good, not to be too proud in his presence. That he will be glorified. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That he will be glorified. The Lord has told me certain things that he wanted me to do with my wardrobe. I'll not go into details nor tell you. But he told me what he wanted. He said, you're my priesthood and this will help you. A girl came into our prayer meeting will help all of you. And she said, Lord, they, they talk about prayer in that place, but they don't do much praying. We do a lot of worship over there. You've been there. You know how wonderful it is. And some of your people have been over there, so it must be good. (laughs) It's it's good. I want to tell you it's good when we're all in the right frame of mind. I haven't asked him anymore to do it. I've just, i felt so badly. And I know God forgives. It's not that. You just don't want to make a mistake that big because I don't know what he was going to do after she took all her jewelry off. Because she sat in the floor and gave a message in tongues that thundered. It hurt my ears. It wasn't loud, it thundered. The voice of the Lord, read it in Psalms 29. It gives you four or five instances to how what the voice of the Lord does. He said it makes the cedars of Lebanon to tremble. That's what prophecy does. It's going to come like a hammer. And it, it's going to put, it's going to announce and it's going to declare your pastor probably prophesies and over people, especially newcomers when they come. This, this sermon is for this church because I don't know of any other church. I told pastor earlier that it's opened itself to God in the measure that pastor has allowed the Lord to open this place. Can you have, get a few amens here? Amen. They've only asked me twice to speak in my church. I've been over here more than that. <laughs> That's all right. you know what the Lord said? Is this going out all over the world? Do you know what he said to me? He said, the people, I will be real careful. You might as well be sharpened. He said, the people, Lord help me to say it right. The people that you worship with, at that, so you, that could be anywhere, they think they don't need what you have. I was in Australia and got this word. But they're going to get it whether they want it or not. Come on, give the Lord a praise. So let the Lord do all the trimming. He's going to take the fat off of us. You know, he said, eat the sweet. What is it? Drink the fat, eat the sweet. I mean, the fat's going to burn, but it's going to have a nice smell to it. It's going to be a burning for the Lord. The excesses that are in our lives. Now, let me take you somewhere real quick. You can't live without the presence of the God, of the Lord. He wants to remove the strongholds. The barriers, the restrictions, the borders. If the hedge is down, he wants to raise a standard. Strongholds in the natural is a place that makes us feel secure. You know, I was happy without ever having any money because the Lord has always supplied for me. I've shared with you, I've never bought a car since I've been a Christian. I'm talking about going out and looking for one and spending my money. Somebody would give me money for a car or give me a car. I've had nine cars given to me. I've never bought a house. I've had two houses given to me. And I'm telling the Lord, just a couple of days ago, my mattress hurts my back. Talk to the Lord about your mattress. And it's pretty new, Lord, but my back hurts. I don't know what's wrong with it. Is this spring or what is it bothering me? And I'm taking my trash out at 9 o'clock last night. And there's something in a great big bag on my porch bench. It's a mattress top. I didn't tell anybody. I only told the Lord. It's new. God's doing new things new are you listening to me new I said to the Lord you want a car I said to the Lord on a Thursday night two weeks ago I've got the money for a car but nobody's ever taken me anywhere to get one nobody ever thought to say well I'll take you.'" now I'm not mad at anybody so don't anybody get mad at me I said to the Lord surely you know somebody And you know what I was saying? I thought, oh God, you know everybody. I thought about this later. <laughs> you know somebody that can come by my house and come in my door and tell me they have a car for me. Thursday night. No, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Thursday morning, somebody comes into my house the next day and says these the first words out of their mouth, I have a car for you. <laughs> come on. I'm talking to you that God wants to do it differently. This way God is moving, you have not seen it this way before. You have not heard it this way before. And while they were at it, I had just talked to the Lord about my doorbell that went out. And the person says, you know, and the Lord told me to go get you a doorbell. (laughs) Keep talking, honey. The ark is coming up the road. The glory is coming up the road. Are you listening to me? The presence of the Lord. Listen, this wave of glory that's coming in is about to bring anything and everything that you need. That's why you're people here on Wednesday night. Most churches are closed down or a few show up. A few. A few. We just had 12 hours of prayer. We could hardly find a musician to play for us. I better be quiet. We're in the darkest hour and it's going to get darker. The Lord told me that it's going to get darker. But those that trust in the Lord, those that know their God, hallelujah. Refiner's fire is coming, but his grace is coming with it. I only have a few pages how many can say I can do all things, I can do all things. through Christ, through Christ. This, strengthens this strengthens me a new order is coming it's called the apostolic way it's going to bring order now this is what the Lord said to me he said this to me six months ago I believe it was six months ago No, it, was a, it had to be in the first part of this year He said, by September, an apostolic anointing is going to come in the church. Then I heard Ken Christmas say it. He said, the last three months of the year. But that could have been the, he said by September, around that area, October, an apostolic anointing is coming. Now, prophecy is a created force. It's not something you can write down. It comes by unction of the Holy Ghost. Now you can have thoughts. The thoughts will come to you. But it's like no water is going to come out of that spigot until you turn it on. And it starts to flow. You hear water coming sometimes through the pipes if you listen. And when you, and when you begin to declare the word of the Lord, it creates. Because it's the word of the Lord. It started in darkness, but it's going to end in light. He said let there be light and a light's going to be seen upon people that has never been seen before because they're looking into the face of Jesus they're going to have face-to-face encounters in the presence of the Lord in the presence of Jesus I long to be face-to-face Now there was a lot of things that he spoke to me when he said the gold was coming and I don't think I sold this part. I, I, I was sitting in the chair and I saw the gold cover all one side of my room across the couch. I have these curtains that have, they're very nice. It's a better type of lace. It's not just regular lace. I paid a lot for them. But they have beautiful work cut in them and it went all across my white curtains until they were gold. And it didn't last. It wasn't like lightning, like visions usually are. It lasted for a minute. I kept rubbing my eyes. I thought, because I need new glasses. Anything that could happen in my life has happened in the past six months. I'm talking about in the natural. It started with, I don't know. It just started first, but the washing machine went out then I wrecked my car then I ended up putting three washing machines in my house before the fourth one worked and then the doorbell broke and then my clock that went back and forth stopped running things just stopped the microwave stopped I thought oh baby's gonna take me home it's a changing of the guard this has happened in the last six months It was one thing after another. People promised me things and people didn't go up. Come over. So I prayed, and somebody in this church had a dream. And said, I want you to go over and help Sister Carniel. I said, Thank you, Jesus. He knows your name. He knows where you live. He doesn't have any problem finding any of you. Not one of us. He knows where you are. He said, I've already counted the hairs on your head. Hold on to it. What he's saying is, I know what you don't know. So when you run into walls sometimes or God puts up a stop sign, he's stopping you because he knows what's ahead. So don't get upset. Well, why did this happen? I'm on my way here today, and I think every person that could call me or text me or then I had a family problem for across the, on the west east coast now you can't let any of that get in your spirit they, they, I knew they wanted to talk for more than 10 minutes they wanted to talk an hour and so I'm trying to stay focused on what I want to speak on and I'm getting into this situation I had 8 hours of this today and I, and I kept remembering this sermon sister Ruth preached she said I get right at the door to go in and she had such a nice way of delivering and she said it seems that someone wants to come and bring me bad news You know, you're getting ready to go in and give the good news. And the bad news comes. Well, the anointing is coming. Now, this is the month of June almost. June, July, August, September, October. Five months of grace. You can get ready. Put everything in order. Put your mind in order. Put your schedules in order. Don't worry about getting something new. Let him be new to you. Because his mercies are new every morning. All this with COVID. All that is happening. You feel like you, anybody feel like you've been turned upside down? And he's still shaking the life out. Come on. Still shaking the life out of you. Then I had a brain tumor on top of it. But I remembered the Lord said to me before I even knew I had a brain tumor, he was going to heal my brain. He spoke to me last year, I'm gonna heal your brain. I mean a person introduced themselves to me and that was their introduction. <laughs> introduction. God's gonna heal your brain. I'm at a conference. Now listen, I don't get all gibby and oh well my brain needs you. No, you don't get foolish. I thought, well, if he said it, I didn't think it in terms of anything happening, having a brain tumor. I had a concern of losing some of my memory. I want to tell you, I've been raised from the dead twice. I hemorrhaged to death once and was raised from the dead. Somebody sung over me the new song. Brought me back to life in her arms. She's singing, and the dead shall be raised. Come on, anybody want to be raised like that? Maybe, maybe you need to do that, brothers. Get a choir to sing, and the dead shall be raised. Lay hands on people. I'm serious. You'll do things differently, honey, when God begins to move. I'm just telling you, Sister Ruth told me she didn't know what to do with me. I said, you think you don't know what to do with me? I don't know what God's doing. And so I just yield to the Spirit and release the boldness of the Lord. And the Lord told me that. He said, I'm going to, here's what the Lord said to me. I'm going to set you free that I can free others. I heard somebody say they're tired of hearing people in business suits oh my be motivation speakers they're bored and i'm bored too you're not motivating me to do a thing tell me something that god is saying show me something that god is doing god is not dead he's alive and he lives in me and he lives in you and he wants to reveal his character reveal his spirit reveal his ways in us and I got a headache one day I think I shared it with you I was here in February I got a headache it was awful I never have headaches for one thing I never all my life I've never had headaches thank God and I'm gritting my teeth until I move the bones in my mouth from the pain because I wanted to not take medicine now I know that sounds foolish but how are we going to get miracles if we don't allow the Lord to put us on the anvil? Now I'm not saying the Lord did that, but He already, and I didn't relate to He's going to heal my brain. Till after I'd been in with a headache for ten days, and I thought, oh, it must have to do with the brain. God's going to heal my brain. So I go back to the doctor, and he says before an X-ray, and he said, "Yes, you had a tumor on your brain," and they sent me to a neurologist. But three months had lapsed, four months, and they couldn't find the tumor. Hallelujah. Uh, And the Lord spoke this to me. I said, Lord, I need healing everywhere. Now, you're not 85 yet, so don't look at me like, what's wrong with her? When you get older, there's body parts that wear out. Amen? But the Lord spoke to me. He whispered. He said, I said, Lord, I need a miracle here. I'm telling him what he doesn't know, of course. I need a miracle there. He said, I'm healing you. I heard his voice. I'm healing you. I'm healing you. Are you listening to me? I'm healing you. And I, I wanted to say, can you do it a little faster? <laughs> but I didn't say it. And now listen, there's some things you don't let it come up to your thinking you hear what I'm saying you don't want to say it you understand it might be something you want to give your opinion don't say it it's in that anointing and that power that God is pouring more of himself in you just don't say I'm going to say this because I'm going to say it and I'm right and I'm going to do it those are those strongholds that God wants to remove let grace take over your life let it take over your life ladies I got to tell this I'm almost close We have a lady that came into our meeting and no her husband came to my house to help me and he said his wife was looking for perfume and so she bought some and it was a famous name but the perfume burnt his nostrils so he didn't think he could sleep with her with that perfume so I said I'm just telling you the story so I said um, well, I know a little bit about perfume, and I only had that much, <laughs> and I didn't want to give it up because I always like a little perfume, you know. I, didn't, I ordered online. You, I'm thinking about the days where I'll get any more. I thought, no, I'm going to give it up. It was enough for six weeks for her, but it was very nice perfume. I said, take this to her and see if she likes it, and I'll help you try to find something else. And I thought, if it'll help the marriage, take it all. Take it all. God's wanting to see if we're willing to let it go. This is all part of this new anointing that's coming. This is just before Mother's Day. I gave it to him on a Friday. Saturday before Mother's Day, there's a box from S.T. Lauder. At my front door, and it was nicer than what I gave away. You cannot outgive God. Now, listen to this this lady's in Florida at Estée Lauder's mansion. You might as well get all of it if you're gonna get it. And she thought of me. So, I wanna give you this for Mother's Day. It was about $300 worth of Estée Lauder products. I'm talking about, I, Big bottle of perfume. You're looking at me? This big. That was just one of the items in the box. And I thought, because I gave leftovers, this is what I get? Come on, God's going to touch the leftovers. Whatever you give him, if it's all you have. He says, I got more you cannot outgive me. I told someone I got so much stuff coming to my house. Don't send anything. I don't have any place to put it. I don't. I'm serious. If you want to give a woman something, give her perfume or candles or flowers or money. Not anything you got to hang on the wall or put on the shelf. I don't have room for it. I'm making room for the glory. Come on. Making room. How many want to make room for the glory? Now, now listen. The Lord says he's purging. He's burning. He's burning. Pastor gave a word about the burning. What was that scripture in Isaiah about a burning? Remember two years ago? Yeah, it was, it was, it was repeated three or four times about a burning. And I thought, oh, listen. And nobody else took it to the heart. I went home and I thought, Lord, you, you're not talking about what I think you're talking about. I know I'm not always right. but I'm talking to the Lord. This is the way I talk to the Lord. and Because what you hear is what you receive. Some things you don't hear, God doesn't judge you for it, but it's what you hear. And he kept talking about burning, and I thought, oh, the Lord's going to do some purging. The Lord's going to do some cutting away. And sometimes you might feel like it's your right hand, or it's all that you have left. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Two years ago, when I had this stroke, I said to the Lord, there must be more. I thought it was the end of my life. I told you all this story. So I built a tent on my bed in my room. And they came in and said, what are you doing, lady? What are you doing? I said, this might not look like a tent, but it's my tent. I'm a Christian because they're not going to throw me out, honey. I've had a stroke. And I said, I'm going to take time to the Lord. Have you taken time today? Just, just let it go. Come on, witness to him. Have you taken time? Have you talked to the Lord today? Kind of, they don't know what to say about that. They, who, what Lord are you talking about? But I remember one lady says, what is this I'm feeling running up and down my arms while you're talking to me? She had tattoos all the way up to here. I said, that's the angel of the Lord recording what I'm saying to you. It is true. It is true. She comes running back in the next morning. She's the head of that whole area there. I mean, I see you. She said, it's running up and down my arms again. It's running up and down my arms again. She said, the angels must be recording. <laughs> Give them something they won't forget. You can witness to people that they won't remember. And I said to the Lord, there's got to be more. I I know there's got to be more. They've been in wonderful revivals. Listen, I've seen fire in churches where it was like balls running up and down. Came in, I saw the door, it blew the door open. It was a screen door. Went up and down, all the way down the wall and came back up again and lifted a man all the way out of his seat. And he bounced something down. I thought his head was going to hit the ceiling. And the pianist took her, she's on the bench, took her off the bench and laid her in the floor. And there was one other person. Oh, And the pastor's face turned as bright as the sun. It was yellow gold. The presence of the Lord came into the room. Later, I didn't know it, God took that boy home the next day. He was in a terrible accident. But I've seen the glory come in. I can remember, we never went home until two in the morning for years. We were hoping for one more soul to get saved. We'd sing one more song. We thought that was the way you were supposed to do it. Now we have tea in church. Now don't get upset with me. (laughs) We're gonna do this thing in 30 minutes. Well, I wanna tell you, God's got a different time clock. Let, let the Holy Ghost... Do you know, you probably have church longer than anybody in town. I'm going to be honest with you. Wow, well, I can't get my spirit under, congestion, under subjection that <laughs> fast. You know what I'm saying? You know, you've been out there talking about everything on the telephone. You've been to get here, somebody run in front of you, and your spirit got all screwed up, and all, they took my place. and. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's that guy doing over there? I I know what I'm talking about. I had to learn to get all this under the Holy Ghost. Don't say anything. I said to my friend in the car, I said, we're not going to talk about anything, not anybody, anything going to this meeting. I said, shall we pray in tongues all the way? Didn't I tell you that? I said, shall we pray in tongues all the way? So she puts a CD on, and we listen to one of our CDs from our service. It's about, I see the Lord high and lifted up, and His train fills the temple. Put God in there everywhere. Put him in place. I'm almost through. The apostolic anointing is coming with power and glory. The heavens are open. Now here's what I want to tell you. Last Saturday, we had 12 hours of prayer. I had an hour and a half, I think, slot. And I had a vision while we were... I've been seeing more visions. I've been praying for more visions. Come on. How many want God to say more? You want to know more what's happening in the season? And Brother Benny Perez came back the next day and preached my vision. And he said, the Lord told him, downloaded him at Passover and said, I want you to preach this message everywhere you go. It was where the two encountered the Lord on the road to Emmaus. And they're talking about Jesus, the one they thought was going to be the Savior, how he had been crucified. And Jesus comes by and said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, oh, haven't you heard? They explained it to him, but their eyes were not open. And he begins to talk to them. And their eyes still wasn't open until he broke the bread. The Bible says he broke the bread and fed them, and then their eyes were open. Until we're broken, we're not going to be poured out. Just broken. I mean, the Lord shut down all my appliances. He got my car. And I thought he was going to take me. So I went and checked with my insurance company, found out who the beneficiary was, and was seeing where my... I'm telling you, it was that bad. My body hurt so bad. I, I looked in the mirror. I thought, you look terrible. Look somewhere else. I mean, I was just suffering, but I was hearing the Lord. I thought, well, it doesn't look like he wants to take me home. But I called the insurance company, and I called my nephew. And I said, well, put, put your name on my checking account. Put your name as a beneficiary on my insurance. Now, I didn't tell him I thought I was going to die, but don't be caught not taking care of these things. Don't let anybody fight over what you have. And all of a sudden, I got to feeling better. And he calls me up and he says, "What happened?" I said, "I feel better. I changed my mind."
1: <laughs> yes! Come on, give the Lord a praise.
0: <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever get to that place because the Lord told me. He said, "You." When I came into this city, He said, "You're my Caleb." And I, and I knew when he said that I was going to live to be 85. I was 60 years old when he said that. Going into Phoenix, Arizona. Now get in the Bible and find out if you're the Joseph or the Mary or the Elizabeth. See if that anointing fits you. I'm sure there's some identification there. There's character there. And these people that, oh, I, I, I feel this. You know, it kept coming to me about Caleb. I kept hearing... Caleb and when I got on 17 coming down off of 40 he said to me, I had another girl with me Caleb and Joshua now God doesn't need to give you a whole paragraph or a book he's already given it to you just get in the lines of it and see what God wants to do amen, amen. and let a new joy come up on you that God's happy, you're happy my granddaughter is 43, she's coming out here and she's unhappy about a lot of things. She studied too much law. And I said to her, do you think God is sitting up there with a big frown on his face? Now, what am I going to do about this? I said, honey, he's never had a frown. He's never had a bad day. He just knows when to do it and when not to do it. He knows when to pull the stopper. He knows when to do what's necessary. But you've got to be willing to know that you have not fallen into the hands of a living God. Now, what I'm saying to you is this. This power and glory. And when I heard the Lord say he's about a roar, is what he said. And the pastor never finished the conversation. So I went after that word. Now I want to say this to you about money. And I'm not the only one saying this. People that are rich, you know, we're preaching the wealth of the rich. Of the the wealth of the rich, riches of the wealthy are laid up for the just. They are not just going to come and give you money. And I'm not the only one saying this. I have. If I told you who the person was, you would all know it is well known. Probably some of you have used their product. They came to our ministry because they read one of Ruth Hefflin's books. And i didn't know they were run away from their family then when i found out who they were i was afraid oh somebody will kidnap this girl for the ransom she came from a great beer company that's all i'll tell you but she fell in love with jesus and wouldn't go home and her mother hopped a jet come flying in wanting to know where her daughter was and she couldn't move her because she was over 18. I found favor in her sight. When I found out who she was, I will tell you the truth, I put up my hands and said, God deliver me. She was high maintenance. I cried for the Lord to take her home. Now she got saved, but she didn't really know how to be disciplined. So she'd take off. She didn't conform to the schedule we had there at the camp. And I thought somebody's gonna kidnap this girl. She had a Bronco. Her, her her coats and dresses were not less than five, eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I mean, but she didn't walk with a sophisticated air. She was just a pretty girl that was searching for God. It's more to the story than that. Well, I prayed and prayed and prayed. And when her mother came, she couldn't get her out of there. And I thought, oh, I got to babysit this girl because I was the only one that knew outside the mother and telling the pastor we kept we we were going to keep it a secret until a friend kept talking about this budweiser dog she said i keep having a stream about this budweiser dog it keeps going down in the water and popping up again and down in the water and popping up again i thought what budweiser dog it's a commercial i didn't know it at the time well we knew it was the girl you know she kept sinking but rising sinking but rising so my pastor and i decided we have to tell everybody because this girl didn't know how to be quiet, so but she came best friends to the wealthy girl. You understand? I thought, good, you can have her. Didn't want any part of her. We didn't. She would listen. She was a gifted horse. Even today, if she sees you, a thousand dollar weekend, four thousand dollars is nothing. She would just will lavish her love because she's able to do it. I mean, people with a lot of money are able to do it. Okay, so I thought I'd gotten rid of her. And 12 years go by, I get a letter in the mail. I should have done this a long time ago for all the work that you did for me. But when I saw her name, I thought, oh, no. God, how did she find me out here? I mean, I wasn't thinking about any money, honey. I just... And I, you know, I didn't think about her soul. but we got her saved. But you got to know how to handle money for one thing. If you want God to give you some. And she gave me $12,000. And I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, goodness. Anyway, the Lord told me before he came, he said, 12 sapphires are coming in the mail. He called them sapphires. It was $12,000. And then she told me how to spend some of it. So I shared it. I shared it with some other people. You got to be careful now because... I didn't really want it. I pulled my hand back. If you're going to give me something, let it go. I won't tell any of you. If you give something, don't remind people. Let it go. Well, I thought that was the end of her, and she showed up again. You know, the dog. (laughs) Well, I thought it was the end of it. And I go over to Washington to speak six weeks ago, and she shows up again. And she comes and finds me. She said, I think I just need to bless you again. Do you need a new car? No, honey, I don't need a new car. I thought she gave me money for another car and I haven't bought it yet. (laughs) No, that was five years ago and I didn't have the heart to tell her I hadn't bought it yet. And then she says, I'm coming out to see you. And I said, when are you coming? I got to get a car. I didn't tell her that. I got to get a car. Meanwhile, I wrecked my car. You hear what I'm saying? All this is steering and steering. The, the, all this fire, honey, God is stirring you up inside to awaken how great he is and how wonderful he is. Are you listening to me? So the favor that's going to come from the rich, they're going to find favor in you. It's not going to be God doing something, oh, I'm just going to bless you. No, it's going to be favor in you. You're going to do something that's going to cut pelt their life and turn it around. Something you're going to preach, something you're going to say. And listen, they're going to want to bless you. This girl, is this all being filmed back there? Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. <laughs> this girl just gave away a $40,000 car. I don't want to tell you anymore. I might be in trouble. She tells me she loves my services. And so I have to be careful what I say over on over on Central. But I talked a little about her, but I disguised her more that nobody knew who she was. And I thought, and a beer company on top of it? Well, God loves spending their money as well as he does yours. How many drug people has your money money gone through their hands? But I'm telling you, if you want God and really want to know God, just keep on giving. You cannot give him. I'm just telling you. Keep on giving, releasing, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Present a sacrifice. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. We bring a sacrifice of praise. That's where your worship is. Your worship and your praise is going to be in your sacrifices that you give to God every day. Everything that you give to God. Everything that you release to God. Everything that you didn't want to do but you did it. That's where the blessings are going to come. I told you about the little perfume. It came back a thousand times to me. The car has come to me. I haven't got the first car she gave me the money for. She wants to buy me a second one. How would you like that? This is what you want. These are the dividends of the Lord. As you pursue God and you keep asking him, God, there's got to be more. I want more. i got to be desperate. pastor was telling me about the three H's and they all end up in heaven. That's another H for you. They all end up in heaven. He's been teaching you. It's humility and I said Lord I haven't passed you on that yet so you know what he does he sits you up and I walk around all day long put a zipper on this put a zipper on this put a zipper put a zipper my lips are wore out with zippers zip it up zip it up don't say anything you don't need to say don't say anything will embarrass anybody don't say anything it's harsh don't say anything it's hard I'm talking to you like a mother and a grandmother and I'm a great-grandmother now. I have great-grandchildren that are almost 15, 17, 18 years old. I've lived long enough to see it. And I'm going to live to see the coming of the Lord. And Tim Sheets, how old is Tim Sheets? Anybody know? About. You know who Tim Sheets is? He's Dutch Sheets' brother, I think. How old is he, maybe? He got a word from the Lord. He's going to live to see the coming of the Lord. How many were born after 1948 in this room? Put your hand up. Every one of you are going to see the coming of the Lord and before 1948. I'm 38. I'm going to see the coming of the Lord. I believe it because I asked the Lord years ago. And pastor walked in and started to prophesy. I prayed it all day long. Could you let me live? And I walk in the church and he walks down the aisle and began to prophesy. The Lord says, first words, you will live to be. Here's what he said. 70, 72, 76, 78, 79, 80, 82, 85, and... I don't know what happened to the rest of it. But I thought 85 was my last day. But here I am. Here I am. God's going to loosen angelic camps of angels. They're going to come and help you worship the Lord. Now let me finish my story. This is Saturday in our 12-hour prayer meeting. I had to get a ride over there. I had to get a ride home. I didn't feel like going. It's 12 hours before Sunday morning. My flesh didn't want to do it. But I had a vision of the Lord. I'm tying this up on the road to Emmaus. We got to be aware of the Lord working at all times. You've got to be aware of the Lord moving at all times. God never stops moving. He never stops talking. He wants to say something. He wants you to have an ear to hear what he's saying. Let a hush come in your spirit and you'll hear a pen drop. You'll know that the Lord is in the house. And I saw the Lord and he was like at a table, but it was a table on the floor. And I saw him put a gold tablecloth on it. I'm closing with this. And I've seen pictures. They didn't really have chairs. They used to just sort of, you know, lay to the side and have a meal together. You know, they were relaxing, resting. And Pastor Benny preached from Luke 24 about the two on the road, and they didn't recognize Jesus. And I was in prayer, and I suddenly stopped the prayer meeting. I said, we don't usually interrupt with conversation, but I'm seeing the Lord is saying the church is not ready for his next move. And I said, I see the Lord put a tablecloth on the table. It's gold. I saw the gold later in my house after I told that. And I said, he's saying, come and dine and rest beside me. And that's the message the Lord told Brother Benny Perez. I want you to preach this everywhere. I want my people to rest in me. I want them to have fellowship with me. I want them to communicate with me. Now, honey, maybe you don't know what it really means to be intimate with the Lord. I can't be intimate without crying. I start to tell him how wonderful he is. I start crying. Until it's like heaving out of me. Is that a plumb line down there? I thought I'm seeing things when I came in here tonight. I'm heaving, just pouring out. Weeping. Lord, I don't even know how to describe you. I don't know how to tell you how wonderful you are never failed how many times that, that, that you've rescued me and I didn't even know it until later how many times you intervened how many times you had an angel there to help me how many and I'm trying to tell the Lord what he already knows but I'm trying to describe to him how great he is how many wanted to know him as great and greatly to be praised great Lord you're great You're wonderful. Your name is beautiful in my sight. Say it with majesty, Jesus. Say it with wonder, Jesus. Say it with grace, Jesus. Say it with delight, Jesus. (laughs) Say it with joy, oh, Jesus. Oh, come on, say it with mercy, Jesus. Let that hush come in your spirit, that he's everything. And today I saw him, and I said, Lord, I see you looking at your children, at your people. I see you looking at them. Is that my pearls? <laughs> I see you looking at the people with wonder, with such love. I just, I just started weeping. I haven't always done this. Just weeping and weeping, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. Let him smell the fragrance of his love in you. Let him smell it. There's a fragrance about the Lord when he comes in the room. And I'm telling you what's going to happen. His anointing, you need the anointing. You can't do anything without it in the service. But his presence is what really changes you. When he shows up, people are going to be on their faces weeping, weeping, changing in a moment for his mercies to come upon you. You're going to see him face to face, and the glory of the Lord, recognize him, is going to be revealed. The glory, the glory of his holy presence, the glory of the price he's paid. The glory of the sacrifice. The glory of the race. The glory of indulging in the Lord. Indulging in the Lord. My prayer meetings go for five hours. I tell the people, it starts and we don't know when it's going to end. And when the lady said, and this will help all of you, she went home and she said, Lord, Lord, They say they're praying over there, but they don't pray much. It takes the prophetic to release the plan of God. And she went home that night, and God gave her a dream. And I hope I can tell it exactly the way the Lord said it to her. She said she saw the people in that prayer meeting, and they all had on the breastplate of Aaron and the Lord says, when you worship me in spirit and in truth, it's the same as high intercession, and I answer prayers. I answer in worship. That's what, because I had said that to the Lord, Lord, they don't think we pray much over here. But the Lord told me my heart belonged to Judah. So it meant I was a worshiper. And then he told me I was going to be a missionary. All of you can know the mind of God if you'll seek him. He will tell you in a moment. I've called everybody. When he said, many are called but few are chosen. It doesn't mean that he chose this one and that one. It's the person that runs after God. He sees, he said, before you were born, I knew you. I called you. But few choose to go on the highway. His ways are high. High and lifted up and his train fills the temple. High and lifted up his glory shall be seen upon thee. High and lifted up his mercies everywhere. High, who can declare Him? Who will declare Him? Who will know Him? Who will look upon Him? Oh, high and lift it up! Let His train fill your temple. High and lift it up! Let the heavens declare in the earth. High and lift it up see his beauty and his glory shall be seen everywhere High and lift it up let his train fill the temple High and lift it up as it's still on let his glory be seen High and lift it up let his mercies be made known, let his glory be seen everywhere. High and lift it up. Let his glory be seen, high and lift it up. Let his song be heard, high and lift it up. Let his mercies be made known. Let the glory of the Lord overshadow thee I know a few chords High and lift it up High and lift it up High and lift it up High and lift it up, lift it up. Let his name be nay know High and lifted up, His mercies are everywhere. High and lifted
1: up,
0: His name, His name I know. His name I know, His name I know. Let the glory of the Lord overshadow Thee. Let the glory of the Lord overshadow Thee. Let His name be revealed in your heart. Let His name be sealed upon your soul. Oh, know Him, know Him, know Him, know Him, know Him, know. Him. know, him. know him know him Jesus 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 Lamb of God Lamb of God Forever be praised Be praised, be praised Be praise, be praise, be praise, lift your voices, Be be praise, be praise. God we sound beautiful Lamb of God lamb of God lamb of God lamb of God lamb of God, lamb of
1: God.
0: Oh Lord, I speak your mercies and your everlasting covenants over these people tonight, Lord. Let there be an open heaven. Show them the keys that will operate and will cause the heavens to open and the rain to come and the land to be filled and to flourish. Lord, everywhere they step their feet, may there be a possession of this harvest. Lord, may they take that that belongs to them. Lord, may there be an understanding of the times, that they haven't seen before nor understood, that there shall be a movement. Lord, a swiftness in the spirit, swift accounts, quick turnings, quick doors that will open, Lord, to move into this last day harvest. Lord, that with shall not be ground not covered. You said that the workers were few. Oh Lord, we know you're going to increase and there'll be one person doing the work of two. But God, put that double anointing upon us, that understanding of your heart and what you're doing. Let the greatness of the Lord overtake them. Overtake them even as the plowman is overtaking the reaper, Lord. Let the ground that's fallow be softened. Lord, let the seed that's been planted begin to germinate and bring forth 30, 60, and 100 fold. God, let this, let this knowledge and revelation be in our hearts that you're coming soon, soon. You told me you were coming soon, that we must hurry. Lord, we must not be about other things, but about your business. Well, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the understanding heart and the revelation of your ways. Lord, answer prayers. Oh, God, increase knowledge. Increase knowledge spirit Lord that we can move into the enlargement of the Lord because of the glory that's going to be revealed upon us hallelujah let a new hallelujah come within the hearts of people show us Lord how to merge into the new that there will be no silence in between but we'll hear the choirs from heaven and the movement of angels in the midst of us and the rustling of the mulberry trees, that the move is on. The Lord says, make haste, make haste, be ready. You know not the hour, the day, the moment, the time that I shall come. But live in the moments of eternity. Live in the heavenlies. Yea, and I shall speak to the earth, and it shall bring forth... And I shall move, and I shall call your sons and daughters in. And I shall call many in, and your praise shall cover the nations. It shall water the dry ground. I shall show you there's no limitations in me. And I can move there when you're singing here. I can work there when you're calling here. I will show you my ways. My arm is not short. Yea, and my ear is not heavy. But I hear you, saith the Lord. And I say, call unto me, and I shall show you great and mighty things that you have not thought of, nor considered, nor is it entered into your heart, nor your ear has heard. I will show you, and you shall see that I shall raise up a people, even as you remove the giants from your life. I shall raise up a people, yea, that know their God, and you shall be part of it, even as you've heard tonight, saith the Lord. So I say, make haste, make haste. Yea be the Cinderella in my picture saith the Lord going up and down the stairways of heaven bringing down what's in the heaven saith the Lord that by earth shall flourish the latter rain shall pour out saith the Lord and the harvest shall be golden saith the Lord Amen, 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 Amen Amen, 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 amen. He said the gold is about to come. The golden harvest is about to come. The golden reapers are about to be made known. Amen. How many know what I'm talking about? Let God do it. I don't need another word from the Lord. I just need another touch from the Lord. I need to hear his voice one more time. Hallelujah. And watch the Lord as he fills up your barns and fills up everything that you have. There shall be no lack, hallelujah, but everything that you shall need for the revival, all the tools and the anointing and the seeing, hallelujah, and the increase in your life uh, shall be there and you shall be people uh, that shall move on the roller coasters of heaven, hallelujah, up this hill uh, and down that mountain and through this valley you shall skip and dance. uh, and you shall say, truly the Lord has been good to me. He has chosen me and I shall delight in his going, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. A shout. A shout. A shout. A shout. A shout. A shout and not a pat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'm finished. (laughs) Hallelujah. Something has happened to me. Did I have a handkerchief when I came over here? What did I do with it? Eat it? Hallelujah. Thank you yes ma'am. glory to God
1: and wasn't that awesome church? How many blessed tonight i I'm so blessed so blessed, so blessed we're going we're going to just quote. First couple of verses of Psalm 63, we really believe this is one of the banner messages Thank you. or banner scriptures over Arizona. Just repeat after me. Say, O oh God, oh God, you are my God. You are my God. Early I will seek you. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts my for, you. for you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. My soul for you. In a dry and thirsty land. In a dry and thirsty land. <laughs> where there is no water. Where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Hallelujah. Let me just bless you before you go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your people tonight. I declare they are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. Blessed in the city and blessed in the field. I declare they are ambassadors of Christ, ministers of reconciliation, epistles read of all men, vessels of honor, fit for the Master's use. They may have come in as a lamb, but they're going out as a lion tonight. So on the count of three, we're going to roar in this church. Ready, church? One, two, three. God bless you. We will see you Sunday morning.